Hey everyone, and welcome to another session of the Palace Theater's Concert Conversations. I'm your host, Tom the Suit Forest. Uh, also, this is brought to you by our wonderful, wonderful sponsor, Ion Bank. As you know, in this show, we talk a lot to people who are artists who have been at the Palace or have had something to do with the Palace. Also, though, we talk about people who are the engine behind the entertainment. We talk to people who are producers. We talk to people who are agents, etc. And you know we've done some great shows with that. Today is no different. I, I'm, I'm excited about this because... Um, this is, uh, this is a person that can bring a lot of knowledge to the entertainment industry, um, has had a lot of experience in the industry. Um, he is the uh, managing partner and uh, partner of Quattro Entertainment. And it's, hey, Ralph, how are you? Good. How are you this morning? Good. Everybody, this is Ralph Schmidtke, and uh, he actually is is from British Columbia, and today I think you're in uh, San Diego. Is that right? Well, just outside in El Cajon uh, with another show that we produce. Ah, okay. Yeah, you know, I, I looked at Quattro, um, Quattro's site, and I saw that not only do you have the show that we're going to discuss about the palace— but um, you also do other shows. Why don't you just kind of give us a, a quick update on that? Well, um, Quattro is a fairly new company. Um, as you mentioned, I've been in the industry um, for uh, a long time, uh, a long time in the recorded music industry. I spent uh, over 16 years with Capitol Records, EMI Music. Right, um, saw that. And and then, and then in 2003, I, um, I was in, invited to go see a show uh, when I was living in Calgary, Alberta. Got in, onto the live side of promoting and then, and then producing music. And I uh, was involved uh, for a, new, a number of years with Rain, a tribute to the Beatles. Uh-huh. And, and then uh, I, I, I left uh, the, that, that company and... Uh, we had Quattro Entertainment uh, sitting there as a company in Canada, and I started promoting shows again on my own. And uh, my first show then uh, was the Naked uh, the Naked Magicians from Australia, which uh, <laughs> that took, took Western Canada by storm, and uh, and uh, still may, remain close with uh, the two uh, partners in that show and. And then I was invited to see the Simon and Garfunkel story show at a dinner theater and saw the kind of reaction and connection that uh, the fans and the patrons had with the music of Paul Simon and Art Garfunkel and uh, joined a partnership uh, with uh, my current partners at Maple Tree Entertainment in the, in the United Kingdom and Right Angle Entertainment based out of um, Los Angeles, California. Uh, we co-produced the Simon Garfunkel story, and uh, and now the, our our latest project here is the life and music of George Michael that we're currently touring. We opened in in San Luis Obispo on Wednesday and did El Cajon last night, and we're at the Ace Theater in Los Angeles, California this evening. Yeah, so, I, um, I saw that. I thought that was really interesting. It looks like you got some great shows, and it sounds like they're they're well produced. 
They are well-produced. Uh, as I mentioned before, I come from my record industry background and listening to music. Music's been a part of my life since I've been a, a young guy. And, um, and uh, so I, I strive to uh, re-strive very, and, and work very hard to, to rehearse and, and our, our band members and our singers to be spot on. Um, and, uh, so yeah, the George Michael, um, uh, is one of those things. Once I watched live in London with George Michael, you know, his music is undeniable, but his connection to his fans sure. was what really got me. It was, you could, they would, they hanging on every breath. And, hmm. um, from that moment on, I, uh, you know, we, we decided we'd take on the George Michael legacy in his music and celebrate it. Well, you know, um, I'm a um, I'm a musician as well, and I tour. Um, I basically do my own music, so it, it's funny that yesterday I interviewed someone who's going to be at the palace and was talking to them about their tribute show, and it it was a learning experience for me to hear what was in the mind of someone that actually was doing a tribute because I have never. Uh, ever ventured into that area and boy you really have to have the mindset of the the performer that you're doing the tribute for yes if you want to be if you want to make it believable to the audience in front of you um that's what you know we always say that you know today you're not so-and-so being george you, 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 you spend enough time listening and rehearsing his music. You you want to channel him, and because uh, he was such a great performer, and right. and and you know his his repertoire varied so so greatly from from the Wham early Wham days Correct. to um, right. his final. Well, he was you know if you look at the way he changed, he almost was kind of like what the Beatles did with their own career, how they they morphed into other uh, genres and got deeper and deeper into the music. Let's talk about, talking about that, um, a really interesting uh, show that you have that's coming to the Palace. On February 26th it opens, uh, and it's called The British Invasion. Yes, we're really excited about this one. Uh, too, because this one is near and dear to my heart. I, I'm a child of, uh, without giving away my age, I grew up listening to all the 60s music as uh, even before I was in my teens. I had a very very deep, near and dear uncle who would let me uh, play with his 45s whenever we went to visit <laughs> and um, got hooked on the Rolling Stones at a very young age. Uh, I think the first song I really heard that blew my mind was "Get Off My Cloud." Oh yeah, and um, and uh, this is this has been in, uh, a project that I've been talking to about um, ever since I got into producing, and um, as luck would have it, um, uh, I mentioned my partner, uh, one of my partners, Dean Elliott from Maple Tree Music, is based in the UK. And understands this music as well, even though he's quite a bit younger than I am and didn't live through it. But it's it's undeniable the artists are still contributing to the music scene in one way or another uh, still today. But 
this was uh, this was a story that it's not it, it, it's a bit of a I hate to call it a story, but our what we try to do with our shows is leave you with more than just the music. Yeah, um, we, we we like to tie in uh, a thread of the story, and you know, with the and and with the British invasion, it's gonna it's gonna be a show based on the music, but. You know, tell you about what was happening back in the '60s, and we're focusing largely on the years, the '63 uh, to '67, where the British bands actually started to make uh, a dent into the Billboard charts in America. Uh, so we've taken a lot of that repertoire and those songs, and and kind of stacked them into what we have is a loose framework for a is a, a of a show so you you know we are we are going all out on this one we are we've hired lighting designers and set designers out of new york and building our own uh portal as a screen um it's it's just the imaging that I'm, I'm i'm getting from our designers is i can't wait to get into rehearsals and pre-production which start um the week of uh, January 31st. Well, so, it, um, it sounds yeah, like quite a show. I, I, I did read up a little bit on it, and I know that you're going to have film in the background, as you had mentioned. Uh, that's 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 always dynamic for a show, I think. Oh, yeah. Custom costumes. Um, all the costumes are being custom-made for each band member. Um, we have five uh, young lads, and two young ladies in the band, all very, very talented musicians, singers. Um, so, you know, it's it's a new show, and just like this George Michael tribute was, it, it was it was a new show. So, we're going in there. Everyone's getting prepared. Everyone's learning the songs, learning their parts, and when we get to Columbus, Georgia, um, to start rehearsals. Um, we're going to, we'll hit the ground running and, um, really looking forward to getting this music out there. It's the stuff that I think still is, you know, it's classic hits radio is still a big format in a lot of major markets. And, you know, the Beatles or the Stones, the Who, the Animals, they're all in that playlist at some point of the day or or night so yeah uh, and it's me that's near dear to me uh, you know these are the these are the songs that i um i wanted to get out to the public is really let's 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 be honest that uh, there are people that are in my age group that are coming out to see these nostalgic shows and when they see them they typically relive their youth and it can't be anything better than that I boy, I, I agree with you. I have attended some of, of these type shows, and people really do—they uh, get immersed into the show. You know, uh, it's funny you had mentioned a forty-five. I thought you might like this. I, I deal with a lot of young young folks, and uh, I showed somebody the spindle for a forty-five, and I said, "Do you know what this is?" And they said, "Sure, it's a peace sign." Anyway. <laughs> I thought, okay, but I will tell you that I know a lot of young people who know 
the music for the Stones and the Dave Clark Five and, and the Animals. And it just, uh, they know it and like it because I, I think music, boy, am I talking like an old guy now. Uh, music didn't die, but it kind of stopped its its progression after this time. It was so new. Um, I'm of that age, by the way. On February 9th, uh, 1964, I saw the Ed Sullivan Show with the Beatles. And I thought, first of all, I thought they were ridiculous because of their hair. <laughs> I thought, this band is going to last like a minute, you know? And I, of course I was wrong. <laughs> but um, the music... I don't know of any young people who would say this. You know, I'd be driving with my band in 1969, and the AM radios would be better at night, you know, after a show. And you'd hear a song, and you'd pull over, and you'd listen to it. What is that? Um, You know, Satisfaction by the Rolling Stones. When I first heard that, I know exactly where I was. uh, It just was so grabbing and and this show that you're doing it sounds like it's just that um and i'm i'm excited for the show i think it's i think people are gonna love this show we're gonna be right back and we're talking to ralph schmidtke from quattro entertainment we're talking about a show that's coming up february 26th at the great palace theater in waterbury And that show's called The British Invasion. And we're going to be right back. But first, let's listen to our great sponsor, Ion Bank. Business owners know you have to take control of your cash flow to grow your business. Ion Bank has a full range of cash management tools to help you save time, work more efficiently, and prevent fraud. It's never been quicker or easier to take control of your cash flow so your business can take off. Learn more about IonBank's cash management tools at IonBank.com, member FDIC. Hey everyone, and welcome back to Concert Conversations. I'm your host, Tom Sue Forst, and you know we're talking today with the producer of a great show that's coming February 26th at the Palace, and it's called The British Invasion. And man, if you have uh, lived through the times of that music, or you have been a, a fan of that music, this is the show for you. H- how long is the show uh, earmarked to, to go? Is it a couple of hours? Uh, how, do, how is it going to work? Well, we, we, we try to aim... We- Try to aim for two sets um, that kind of clock in at between 55 minutes and an hour. Uh-huh. You know, we try to keep it as close to 55 so that with a 20 minute intermission, it doesn't get too lengthy for, you know, concert goers. And that's our goal. Um, so we have, we, we are learning and rehearsing more songs than I think we will be in the show. And that's always the tough part is which ones to cut because there um there are so many good ones and um but um i'm i can't wait to see it because i've never seen some of these artists live uh most of them actually uh you know in my days i've seen the who i've seen the stones uh saw paul mccartney but you never saw dave clark five yeah never saw lulu never saw dusty springfield 
never saw Jerry and the Pacemakers. So, um, and and we we cover all of those uh, wonderful artists. Yeah, I'm looking at the list. A couple that you did not say, and I, I'm assuming that these are still on the list. Manfred Man, which is, by the way, if people have not heard that band, uh, it was an interesting mix between rock and kind of a jazz thing. It was very cool. The Searchers, uh, the Zombies, which I, I boy, yeah, Freddie and the Dreamers. <laughs> that was that was an interesting group. And Hermits, Hermits, uh, and the Kinks. Yes, of course, the Kinks. Oh. You know who who can who can forget the Kinks? I mean, it, it's. Uh, love the kinks that's one band that i'd love to see get back together again and give us give us a tour just for old time's sake oh yeah you know uh ralph i really thank you this is going to be a great show uh this is uh called the british invasion it's going to be at the palace theater on february 26 uh it's much more than music it sounds like and boy it sounds like it's going to be well rehearsed a real pro show so make sure that you go to the palace and get your tickets now uh although we were talking about walk-ins i have a feeling that this show is going to be a sellout so thanks again ralph from quattro entertainment and uh stay tuned because we have a lot of great shows coming up for you on Concert Conversations. I'm your host, Tom the Sioux Forest, and have a great day.